Unfortunately for him, he was not screaming Jay Hawkins. En mysteriernas tid. En magisk värld. En värld byggd av myter och legender. Ereb Altor. Right, so horrible cliffhanger last time where uh, everybody was attempting to uh, confront everyone else. You were assembling the uh, town council members uh, in uh, Hardred, the, the, the scholar's um, little house. Uh, and I believe you had just done that. And uh, what's your face? Uh, Eskel, uh, you had just cornered one of the potentially dangerous foreigners. Okay, oh, I retcon in that I have my dagger out? Yeah, that's fine. Because it'd probably be in the small of his back. I was out on the quay where two of these guys, one of them tried to get away with Arnod in a boat, and another one attacked a guard. And I warned the guard, and they had a tussle, and he's called for the rest of the guards, and so a bunch of people are now showing up. And the guy I was fighting in the boat tried to cut his own throat, did not really do a good job of it, but he has fallen in the water anyway. Now, I, I seem to remember you climbing up out of the water into the boat or up on the, the jetty itself. I also fell out, so, it, yeah, I need to get back up into a, at least the boat, yeah, so that I can get it back to the quay and tie it back up. Well, let's, let's jump in with, uh, with Eskel, because I think the, one of the last things we did was uh, Eskel saying something. I don't remember what. I wouldn't do that if I was you. Yeah, he was, he was about to walk across to um, to Hardred's house, right? And this it's this not diminutive but slightly shorter uh, southerner, uh, copper sea native. That you you say that, um, and uh, you succeeded well enough with your sneaking that you're practically up on, you know, right behind him, right? And you can dictate the distance to me. Yeah, you don't have to. I, I basically I'm putting my dagger in the small of his back. Okay, that close. By his ear, saying, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Do you have an intent in, like, uh, actually uh, cowing this person? Yeah, just convincing him that yeah, your best thing is to keep your hands where I can see them. You're curious, aren't you? You know what? Hand on shoulder. Let's go, t- let's go, let's go meet them. And I'm going to walk them across the street. Give me a persuader roll. And oh, you can take plus five, plus five for your, um, for your positioning. Yeah, so that's nine or less. Oh, roll again. Uh, oh, <laughs> first time we've had a complete uh, fumble. I've been hoping for like fumbling in the magic because that's more fun. But you know, th- this works too. Fight, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he mouths something like, "If you wish." And then he takes like uh, a couple steps forward, and and you're like, ah, oh, yay, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> I did it. And then he he spins right, and he attempts to knock the the uh, dagger out of your hand. Would that be dagger or brawling? I would have to hang on to it. Uh, it's a it's a, an annoying skill. So I'm gonna real quick see. Oh, it's disarm. Exactly how it works. Yeah. Which I have at two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you open that more or less. You got that. So uh, your strength is what? Fourteen, fifteen? Fifteen. Yeah, give me 
50. Oh, he is supposed to roll, of course. With suitable minus or plus, depending on. Yeah, I have to factor in your, your strength, like your grip, basically. My arc like grip. Oh, dear. It's not a fumble, but it's it's not a success, right? Okay, so uh, he attempts to, to 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 disarm you, right? But he ends up just uh, uh, putting your arm in a position where you're not threatening him immediately. What do you want to do in this situation? Like, um, he's clearly not giving in. Well, he swung he swung and missed, which means he's now in a bad position. So I'm going to punch him in the face with my left hand. A brawl, good old fashioned brawl. You're going to leap into a into a like a confrontation, a fight there. So we hop on over to uh, Sigmund, and you have just now entered. Um, uh, this is like you know, a minute before. <laughs> You've entered um, a couple minutes, maybe. Uh, you entered Hardred's uh, house together with the uh, with Hardred himself, with uh, Anya, the goldsmith's daughter, the uh, uh, Cooper, uh, Marrick, and the innkeeper. So the council members minus. Um, Burgomaster Varro. And first thing I want you to do is roll an instinct, make an instinct roll. Success. Yes. So everybody files in and... Um, demons. Demons everywhere. <laughs> not demons everywhere, but you get this kind of squirrely feeling, an odd feeling in the pit of your stomach, and you look around, right? Um, you didn't think about it immediately because, you know, there are a lot of bodies in here now, and it's kind of a small house. It's essentially like a a single room little cottage uh, with a partition where, where the bed stuff is at. And the rest is just a, a common room, essentially, with a fireplace and stuff. But you see Hardred, he takes off his cloak, but he doesn't put away his staff when he uh, goes to, like, uh, position himself, you know, somewhere in the middle of the, the house to, to draw attention to himself when he's going to produce the the ledger and and present this whole thing which strikes you as odd probably is my demon sense tinkling now uh roll roll that uh, not a success that is a success yeah uh so yeah you get you get some sort of um you get a weird whiff I, I, I guess you can tell me like how you perceive this but there's something wrong with the innkeeper like there's some something wrong with with him but it's not outwardly visible and it's not a, like a, you're not looking at a demon or something like that but there's something demonic like uh traces or or uh a mark or something looking him over like is a is it coming from something on him like you know he's got the a, a demon uh listening device on him or something or <laughs> <laughs> I think it, in order to really like get a get a good fix on what precisely is up, uh, you'd have to like vision use vision. But uh, I'll give you this much: it's it's like it's like a presence of something, like a, like a demon left something behind on him or in him, or like there's a, a taint or whatever on him. It could it could be a spell. It could be it could be, he could be holding an artifact. Go to him and looking him over. Do you given anything recently? Or you had any strange encounters with the uh, foreigners? Or do you count this encounter? Like he looks at you, <laughs> looks over your shoulder to harder. It's like really harder. This is this is. Can we get on with this? 
something demonic has, has touched you in some way. Where show me where on this doll the demon touched you. <laughs> so over your shoulder you hear the goldsmith's daughter, Anya, you hear you hear her swear, then she, you hear her utter a, a word. And it's not Erdir, but you know immediately that it has some sort of sorcerer's or magical meaning. And there's a ripple, you feel the word move uh through the 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 you know activate the magical energies and the innkeeper's eyes start rolling up into his head what do you do i want to try to dispel this okay we, we should do initiative but first um we're going to jump over to um to the exciting um situation at the docks uh, where you have you have just climbed up out of the water potentially up out of the boat as well uh the the kind of press of guardsmen there are like seven of them plus the guardsman who was wrestling with the the other guy the other potential cultist or 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 copper sea native foreigner and uh the guy who was wrestling he's he's overpowered uh, the guy who tried to stab him he's worked him over a bit he's clearly like you know he's bleeding from his lip and brow um so he hauls him up to his feet and the others you know grab a hold of him and and uh he looks to you and, and down into the water. He's like, well, what happened to the other one? He has fallen off the boat into the water. And shine a lantern. Let's see if we can find him. So the other guy starts to laugh uh, and spit blood. So he did try to kill himself. Maybe maybe he's trying to drown himself. What's happening to this one? Don't you bleed to death on us? <laughs> so the guy being held by these guards, he, he looks to you, uh, Yanni, and he says... He says, I'll give you this one. Next time, we'll see. And then there's blood running down from his, his uh, hairline, like in the middle of his skull. Sudden, like a sudden rivulet of blood pours down. And then his face splits open and his body splits open. And out of his body just jets this coal black, gory, vulture creature you. with... with glowing glowing eyes right and it just comes out whoosh in a shock and there's just blood spatter everywhere and the the guardsmen are shocked roll me a 2d20 minus your psychic power please 2d20 yes minus psychic power yeah not too bad still pretty dang horrifying <laughs> sure <laughs> so um yeah roll me a d4 just to get a sense Okay, so so for the next few moments, you're just paralyzed. You're like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> and the other guardsmen are pretty much the same, the ones who don't like immediately fall to the, the ground or, or jump into the water without <laughs> a shock. As this huge thing starts to like beat its wings, spraying gore everywhere, and then it takes off into the night leaving the, the empty husk behind. Spears! Oh, no, no, it's too late! Oh, robbed of precious time, and now it's gone. <laughs> A few seconds. We could have skewered it if I had my bow! <laughs> so the, the guardsman who fought the guy is like, oh, oh, How? Who? And he's like, he's holding one of the arms, right? <laughs> Hold on to that. Let it go. <laughs> he like bleh, drops it like it's a floppy fish. 
<laughs> I start crawling back. What's going on here? Demons that keep trying to defeat, destroy Porsburg, and they're not going to succeed. You hear me? I'm going to kill all of them. <laughs> I love how you turn into Ronald Reagan all of a sudden instead of whatever Yana is normally. <laughs> I'm still trying to do something Scandinavian, but I don't know. Maybe it's going to be. Arnold Schwarzenegger pretty soon. <laughs> at, least, at least it's not, you know, a Swedish chef, you know. Yeah. No, that's the guardsmen right now. They're not, they're not coherent. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it was going Canadian there for a moment, but yeah, also the Great White North. So anyway, they're, I mean, the guardsmen are, are thoroughly terrified. Some of them are, are, are uh, wailing for Weggle to save them. What do you do? Come on, get up out of the boat. I bring Arna up out of the boat. So if you're going to have a chance to redeem yourself, maybe. Because we're going to need every man we can get in just defeating these things. We've killed so many. Well, we've killed one. And their priestess, which was just about as bad. I don't know if I could do you a deal, but it's better than better than letting them haul you back off torches. <laughs> so he, he gives like it just a... Yes, I'm asking for your help. Yes, he, he gives a, like a cold little short cold laugh and uh, then he says we should get weapons right you all get up clean yourselves up we're gonna go get weapons <laughs> so uh, you're you're running off to the, the the guard stations where they they keep uh, the, the gate house anyway where they keep the stuff okay meanwhile out in the street Yes. Mm-hmm. The brawl in the streets. Uh, let's do initiative. So you roll your decks, and I'm going to roll his. We tied. Okay. So uh, these this will be at the same time. Unfortunately, you already have your weapon out, so it's not you're not it's not subject to um, the quick draw. It's not in position, but I'm going to I'm going to punch him. Uh, no, wait a second. Uh, no, no. Actually, quick strike. I always go first in initiative order. That's my ability. Oh yeah, yeah, quick strike, not quick, quick draw. Uh, good, good call. Yeah, yeah. So I go first, no matter what. So I'm gonna punch him in the face. Uh, brawl. Yeah, brawl. Good old fashioned brawl. Nope, miss. I'm not even gonna spend anything on that. Just whoosh, and he dodges out of the way. Yeah, he just barely weaves, uh, weaves, and then he he gives your arm a little push back onto you, back onto you, and then um, yeah, he locks ice with you. Uh, what is your psychic power? Eleven. He's trying to put the hoodoo on me, huh? Uh, we'll see. He stares at you intently, and you can feel like there's something. There's there's a there's a dangerous glint in his eye that isn't normal. Which that's like the instinct you get, but nothing seems to happen. Let's jump into Hardred's house again, uh, and let's do initiative there. There we go. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna go first either way. So you wanted to dispel. Yes. We'll, we'll try fourth level. Okay. And I'll spend a hero point to make that a success. Excellent. So let's see. Four voices. Uh, yeah, roll a d20. Oh, very good. One's good in this case, good. Yeah. You, you do your dispelling stuff, however that looks. And indeed, uh, it is a spell. You feel something lift uh, from him, like that demonic aura uh, that was about him, uh, shatters and is is unraveled. It's unraveled rather than shatters. <laughs> that happens. He staggers back, 
blinks and sits down hard. Let's see, Anya is going to come at you and she doesn't do very well. She comes at you with a dagger and you know, you catch the, the her coming in the corner of your eye, right? You've just done the, the thing and you get you get to shift out however you want to describe that out of the way. Of my my staff as I've just uh dramatically swung it to the, the air to dismiss this spell and see the dagger and swing it back to knock the, her hand aside. Excellent. Uh, next, uh, to your, I don't know if it's to your surprise anymore, but uh, Hardard comes at you as well with his staff. At two, Hardard. <laughs> he succeeds. You've done your action, so uh, you're kind of poop out of luck right now as for getting getting your ass pummeled with a, a walking stick. Now, Hardard isn't the most dangerous person, so this may not be as bad as it seems. Okay, so he like <laughs> he, like jabs you in in the chest <laughs> with the staff. So three in the chest, which isn't too terribly bad. It's like he jabs you and it you know he hits a rib and it's it's eye watering pain, but it's not something that cracks anything or knocks you over or anything like that. Just reduce your body by three temporarily. Well, I do have uh, like heavy robes that says absorbs one. Oh, awesome. So two points, two points. So as he's jabbing you, he's screaming to Anya, like, I'm sorry, I didn't know what to do. Meanwhile, on the street, Eskel. Yeah, uh, he was trying to put the hoodoo on me. Yeah. Uh, the dagger comes in. Just going to stab him and we'll let fate decide where I hit him. Okay, D20 to see where I hit him. Eight. Well, I mean, it's not too bad. I mean, you, you stick it in the gut. <laughs> ha! <Yeah. laughs> For one d one d four plus two, max damage six to the gut. You stick it in his gut. Actually, okay. So psychic power wise, he's able to weather it, but I have to check because now you reduced it. Does he stay conscious? Yeah, I think that's what happens. So so he's still conscious uh, when this happens, but you you stab him in the gut, and you know you get a good like twist in. And, you know, he staggers back, holds his gut, falls down to his knees, uh, and, you know, blood starts coming through his fingers. And he looks up, up at you like, ah! Uh, you've incapacitated him. He's, he, like, falls back onto his back, holding his gut. It's, uh, he's going to need um, some sort of aid, <laughs> or he's going to bleed out. So I'm going to do the old, you know, dagger to his neck. So who sent you? Who are you working for? And we cut to the exciting uh, scene where uh, Yana comes up the, the street with uh, maybe four of the guards who are not completely, you know, spooked. And you see this scene with, uh, with you know, Eskel holding a, a, a dagger to um, one of these uh, foreign-looking types uh, in the street. Hopefully you call out. Let's keep him there. Now you're going to talk, aren't you? He tried to put a spell on me. Could do worse. Don't let him birth any demons out of his chest. What? One birth a demon down at the docks. I just changed accents again. <laughs> so, you're starting to sound like you're from Scot. You're from Scotland or Ireland. It's fine. It's the last episode. <laughs> we don't care anymore. We fired the the accent consultant. <laughs> of them burst open. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, it was terrible, I say. 
We're all on a high alert. We've gone and got weapons. If it flies in, maybe we'll be able to do something about it. Y- Yana, you're going. You're, you're going to get weapons. You just came across. We're going to get weapons. Yes, yes. We're going to go get weapons. And well, I don't know if we're going to give him a weapon, but we've at least got to get his advice. So he's with us. Zygmunt's in there with the town council. Did I tell them what's going on? Yeah. If you look, if you look at the house, you can see through one of the windows. Some windows kind of soot stained, right? But you can see movement, and it seems kind of violent, like people dan- dancing or dashing around in there. Open the doors. Everything all right in here? Depending on the timing, you may just see me get smacked in the chest by what's his name. Let's let's see if we can. We, we it could be like a heroic uh, reveal. <laughs> all right. So let's do a round um, for you for Sigmund. You're first. So decide what you want to do. You have Anya coming at you with a dagger. You have a, a, a kind of half panicked Hardred trying to jab you with his stick. <laughs> Stop them! They've been. They're working with uh, demon worshippers, and I'll I'll throw a lift on uh, Anya. Okay, that's quick, right? Yeah. The old Mass Effect tactic. How big is she? Uh, ten. Not huge. Still, it's got to be two, four. How many psychic power points do you have left? I'd only used one last time, so. Ah, that's true. And I'll spend a hero point to make that a success. Okay. <laughs> I want to like try to get the uh, innkeeper who obviously knows something's up because he was messed with. Like, stop him! Grab him! Pointing to the right, so the innkeeper. I don't know if you heard, but but like he he was shocked. He fell back, sat down, hard, and like he's almost essentially out of the game. So I mean, you could still scream at him. Oh, I'm just screaming at get him! <laughs> Restrain him! <laughs> So uh, I'm going to cheese it since you spent a hero point, uh, and we're not going to do the the psychic resistance thing uh, between you and Anya. You're going to succeed with the the lift. So you know she you know goes up in the air, screaming and swearing at you. And uh, yeah, I, I guess that's the <laughs> you know the scene that you open to uh, Yana. Oh yeah, Mister um, Mister Mr., um, I, I forgot Mister Hardred uh, succeeds with the staff. He he is a vicious poker. <laughs> Left arm. So he smacks you in the left arm, and I believe five is pretty bad. What's your total? Ah, you're pretty tough, aren't you? What's your total body? It was 14, right? Yeah, yeah. What's your current psychic power? After I did that spell, it's down to 10. Okay, so roll me 1d20. Six. That should be good for something. He smacks your arm, uh, and you can feel something like you think maybe uh, one of your bones in the... In the um, and your uh, forearm has uh, cracked or something, right? It's really painful. My heavy robes reduced that enough to not break a bone. Oh, that's right. So it's just reduced to zero. I keep forgetting that. That's excellent. Still, it's painful, but it's not bad. R- roughly the same result, right? Maybe maybe there's some like stress fracture or something, or like you've you've gotten a little bit of a a hint of a crack. It's not a breakage, but it's painful, and you can't use the arm without. Serious pain. So now, Yana, <laughs> this is what you see. You see a crazed Hardred swatting at uh, at Sigmund with uh, his walking stick. Anya is floating around. The innkeeper is kind of shaking his head. He's sitting on the floor, like uh, shaking his head. And um, rest of the council just 
rest of the council just stand there in shock, I guess. Well, that is the rest of the council. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, uh, I keep forgetting Marek, but I guess Marek has just like retreated into a corner being older. <laughs> like, screw this. <laughs> is Hardred's house or Marek's house? This is Hardred's house. Hardred the scholar's house. You you conspired to bring, uh, conspired, you, you planned to bring them all to Hardred's house to reveal the ledger and, and talk about how uh, the, the evil burgomaster um, had had his name written in the, the pledge book. Lie to us. What is this affray? Stop him. <laughs> I wish I was a better brawler, but yes, like, I pray you, good sir, deceased. I'm going to try to stop him from beating the heck out of Sigmund. Uh, are, are you using your force of personality or physically? I think I'm going to be slightly more successful interposing myself and trying to grab this staff with a brawl of five than trying to use my force of personality with a persuade of four. All right. You're dashing at it from the side, essentially, so you can take plus three. And it's cramped, so I'm going to give you another plus two, so ten. So you're going to have a 50-50 shot, at least, like, coming at him and, and wrestling him. Woo! Two! Oh, excellent. So you do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count that as successful wrestling overall so i think you overpower him you you get the the staff away from him you know your weight alone and sitting on him crosswise is uh is enough to you know stop him and he keeps he keeps uh shouting i'm sorry i'm sorry i i i had to i had to in a like a half panicked um a, a fully panicked <laughs> fashion who made you she did they did all of them did whole council her the cult <laughs> yeah give me a persuade <laughs> all right here's the hail mary okay at least it was a, a crit so he he's just like you know he's screaming i don't know i don't know and just you know it, pr- protecting himself arms up over his face that kind of thing god damn it are not i gotta burn down the whole f- damn village <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. Anya looks around. She's spent her energy screaming at you. I think if I sense any sort of attempt to spell or something, that's going to smack her right in the face with my staff. <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't have to roll for that. Uh, you, you can give her a good old knock on the noggin, and she's out, considering she's essentially in your power when you, when you have the, the lift on. So, yeah, they're down. Yeah, and of, of course, the familiar shape of Arnod steps in, into the uh, the house, looks around. First beaten, bloodied, and... Yes, yes. <laughs> looks a little worse for wear, lumped up, right? I, I'm behind Arnod after telling the guards outside, make sure he doesn't spawn a demon and walk in and come in after him. Okay. So Arnod shoots you a glance, then looks around the room. <laughs> All of the goings on, he's like... I see you have taken up my profession in my absence. It's kind of forced upon us. So he, he gives a knowing smile. <laughs> it did kind of fall in our laps. Yana, when you said that Southerners spawned a demon and... It was like it was living inside him and it just burst out like a parasite or something and then it spread its wings and flew away. I, I sort of turn around and look back out through the door at the at the four guards with spears pointing at the guy on the ground. Uh yeah. Um he he is like 
he's maybe seconds away from bleeding out. It's it's bad. Like you, the pool is really bad around him. I'm debating if I want to cut him like a fish to see if there's anything inside of him. <laughs> For science. <laughs> yeah, Arnold looks at you, you all and says, uh, is this all of them? I don't even know. There were two down at the key. One tried to slit his throat. He didn't do a very good job, but he fell in the river. We lost track of him after that. I'll, I'll tow uh, our detail. Who else is in this with you? He's he's pretty panicked, but give me um if if Yana's not sitting on him and like uh, in a threatening manner, yeah, then give give me a uh, persuasion plus five. Hero point. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so he he tries to calm down, tries to level himself, you know, even himself out a bit. And he uh, he starts saying, uh, "I I had no choice, really. I I uh, my life was in danger. I I the uh, Anya, obviously the." Uh, and and uh, some woman, uh, a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah, we killed her. And I think maybe some of the he looks, you know, across, you know, past you, out, you know, notices there are guards out there. It's like maybe one of the guards or two. I, I think they had some in their pockets. I don't know any more than that. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied about about Varro. I, I just, I needed an excuse to get Anya here. Thank you for delivering her to our hands. <laughs> the, the other people in the council, is he pointing out at them as well, or just uh, um, Anya? Uh, just Anya. Himself, Anya, and the the, um, the sorceress that you've already dealt with uh, on the council. I sort of lean, I lean around, look around. I'm still behind Arnod. Burgermeister, is he really it, part of this too? He just said no. He, he, yeah, he kind of panically panic half well in a te- half terrified manner he said i'm i'm so i'm terrified you know he said he's sorry he lied you know Varo is just an excuse to to go get everybody yeah he well i think he he says he knew there was with the innkeeper and the uh he you know offers a uh really you know half fast like i'm i'm so sorry lou but i didn't know the extent of 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 her grip on you but um really uh this is all I know. Uh, I really, they, they just, they just forced me to go along with them uh, and, and to make some translations. That That's it. That's all. I, I know. I know he can't tell me some of the truth, but is he, he's, he's a mix of afraid and relieved. Okay. Uh, maybe relieved that, that's, you know, some of the people who were threatening him are now possibly out of play, but now you are threatening him. <laughs> <laughs> like he's afraid what's gonna happen next. Like he's gonna be executed for his his uh his part in this. Yeah, I'll look over at Zygmunt and say, I think he's telling the truth. Probably. I Well he feels relieved. I mean you could always do a uh bluff check, um if you want to be absolutely, you know, game mechanically certain. Alright, why not? why not? I can do that. Yeah, you can all do that. Anyone who's listening. Success. <laughs> yeah, Askel, you're you're pretty certain he's not lying. There are tales. Uh, he's gotten some off his chest. He's he's relieved. I'll keep looking out at the guy who whose pie just goes, <sighs> and that's it for him outside. Oh yeah, like um, he's gone. Anya's still up in the rafters. Yeah, she's wherever Sigmund is moving her. She is part of the town council, so we can't just kill her out of hand. Well, Arnold will just say, uh, I suggest uh, it's best to get rid of everyone. Her, 
him, he points to the innkeeper, and maybe him to be safe points to Hardred. And Hardred's like, no, no, I've, I've been honest with you. At least now. <laughs> like, at least recently. <laughs> you can't go killing everyone. <laughs> we'll all learn that ocean worship doesn't pay. <laughs> well, I didn't sense any demon stuff in any of them, right? Uh, no. I got your uh, demon detecting equipment here in my pack. We can use that to verify that my senses are correct, that there's not a demon influence. I, maybe when we bring her around, we can find whether she was, how she was corrupted. Very well. But you should know it is not infallible. We need to take care of the the guards that uh, that turned you over to the the foreigners, right? Of course, I can point them out to you and uh, bring this before the the burgermeister. Okay. What we can do is we can we can like kind of elide some of this stuff, uh, work through it because you you've now essentially dismantled the main players uh, for the cult, like the. The, the remaining dangerous person is Rigos, essentially the, the guardsman, and he's not a, like a main player in any sense, easily overpowered by other guards. So you, we, we can say that you, you uh, subdue these people, uh, you bring the matter before the Burg- burgomaster. He's uh, exasperated at all the different problems. He's been dealing with uh, uh, merchants all day. And so he sort of impatiently uh, assents to uh, you know, whatever you, you want to do. <laughs> he commends you for your your initiative. Uh, is is glad that he didn't necessarily have to hire any more people. Um, maybe maybe this will be the end for this um, this particular cult and this nuisance. You are all um, invited to partake in the in the fall festival proper uh, in the next few days. If if you want, we can play some of that. But I I don't think it's terribly necessary. We can we can just talk about some of the things like that's going on. I do. I do have one little coder left. It's like as as we're all getting, the, you know, find this stuff. I lean over to. Wasn't there two people in the end? Because only one person came out. Yeah. Yes, there were. No, I'm saying that to Zygmunt. Zygmunt, oh. wasn't there two people in the end? Yeah. Only one of them came out. Oh, well, we maybe look for him, and I guess don't find him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, somewhere we have a picture of some guy on on the road south, you know, with a determined look on his face in his caravan. Yeah. So um, in the next few days, uh, the fall festival proper takes place. The whole community gathers, not just at the town square where they've set up all kinds of, um, you know, long tables. And uh, there's a, uh, you know, a platform before the the, uh, council house uh, or city hall, if you want to call it that, um, where Varro is is, uh, holding some speeches and, uh, there are some grounds outside of Torsberg proper where uh, there are all kinds of games like pig wrangling and and uh, and uh, tug of wars, and they have a bonfire where they they um, sacrifice some some symbolic things to prepare themselves for the austerity of of uh, Koshem's season. Uh, and you are all uh, brought up uh, unless you resist or or you know don't want to be part of this. Uh, you are invited to. Uh, be like guests of honor, essentially, uh, in this festival. So you are you are invited to like light the pyre. You are invited to um, officiate at the pig wrangling. Oh, Eskel's in there with the pigs. 
<laughs> and um, true to his word, Flanso has uh, manages to uh, uh, the head, the new head priest in Torsberg, uh, after Gors croaked. Uh, he true to his word, he uh, negotiates a uh, deal with Varro uh, and gets you a uh, property across the lake uh, in a little village uh, or just outside it. It's a farm. You should have some access to the crop. You should you, you can have animals there. You can build other things if you want to. But it's like a it's a small holding essentially with a, a very nearby close by village. If you're interested in in you know checking out what's going on in in the <laughs> outside of the city proper, etc. But yeah, you you get a a place uh, which is now yours in a property sense, right? Great. Um, so take. Five extra uh, experience points and two additional hero points for wrapping all of this stuff up. And you don't have to spend them right away. I mean, maybe we'll come back to this at some point. Um, for now, I think we, we were looking at um, uh, switching over to a different game for, for a bit, at least. So there's no rush. I was half, hope, half hoping Sigmund would use the, the evil uh, bone wand on people, but oh well. <laughs> He's not used to using that. So. That's true. I think you're going to have like a temporary charisma boost in in the Torsberg area right now because because uh, um, you're in a you're the fad people right now. <laughs> you're the the fa- the famous heroics who help save. Um... Important question: When we go back to the Wolverines, is the gold chest is still there? Oh yeah, like all your stuff, all the stuff you you um, looted uh, is still there. Which you, of course, can uh, leave there, or you can move them over to your property. Move over property, but I may turn around and, you know, and t- uh, my share of, of the loot take about five gold coins and leave them in her flower and leave them in some place where she will find them in her kitchen. Oh, that's very generous. Okay. She didn't steal from us. She could. We could have gone there and found the house empty, and her on the way <laughs> south going someplace warmer. You know, a long, <laughs> long-term friendly acquaintance of Sigmund. Like, yeah, I'm gonna steal their shit. <laughs> Five hundred gold. <laughs> That's a good, like a million dollars in this economy here. Yeah, yeah. I'm moving to the south. <laughs> we don't want to crash the economy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> have every and have a gold piece be worth like a kernel of corn. What we need to do is find someone we can hire to run the farm for us. Yeah, I mean, you you, you have enough money to employ people for a long time. <laughs> That's your preference. Oh yeah, you wanna you wanna hire a coal burner? You could always have Amtan take care of your. Uh... <laughs> you get a sentence out of him. <laughs> Don't worry about that. We can we can deal with that. Leave hiring peasants to you guys. I've got a demon out there who's probably hunting for me, and I'm probably hunting it. For, I'm hunting for it too. All right. Okay. We no one no one opens up our, my the guy I fought, do, do they? So we probably just burn his body. Yep. If you if you put in a word for you know Arnaud, then then he will dodge execution. Otherwise, uh, it will proceed as planned. I think yeah, we need a professional demon hunter in this town. How long will there be a town if we leave here? <laughs> At least have them teach you how to use that equipment. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some sort of uh, educate people on how to deal with uh, demon cults. Yeah, what to look for. <laughs> so that's a wrap.
for this. Hey. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So that closes this chapter. For the number of failed roles we had, yeah, we did a pretty good job. This is kind of like a shoddy version of the burning wheel. <laughs> like uh, you, you might see how I, um, uh, once I got into the burning wheel, I really appreciated it because it was kind of a better functioning version of what I was doing with this uh, back in the day. You have your basic stats, you have an enormous skill list, um, and you you get experience by using the skills. Um, and you, you get your hero points, which you can use to improve yourself or boost your skills and so forth. So, um, yeah, uh, I saw that Riot Minds is putting out a uh, they're putting out the 2016 retro version of this in English. Um, I think it's uh, I don't know if the Kickstarter is still on or if they, they finished it, but I think it's called Ruin Master or Ruin Masters or something. Um, it's supposed to be set in, in this setting, but. In after the next confluence, demon energy or whatever reshapes the land. Um, so it's kind of a post-apocalyptic sort of uh, fantasy. Oh yeah, it starts with an A in Swedish. Uh, stop thinking in English. <laughs> uh, Jesus, yeah. brain fart. Um, <laughs> that's not what he says. Imagine not. <laughs> the strange things that goes on inside role-playing game sessions. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.